Alrighty, what is going on today, friends? We had our little uh, get-together on Thursday. Where we just kind of chilled and talked and jammed, and we appreciate everybody coming out for that. Uh, we chilled had a good time. And talked and jammed. Chilled and talked and jammed. It we was, chilled. We talked. We jammed. It was cool. We had some people come in and randomly out of nowhere from the uh, uh, from the Middle East. So that was super cool. Um, Dubai was in the house. Dubai was in the house for like all of five minutes, and they were very confused hey. as what was going on. But it is what it is. There. The guy was there. It was cool. We talked about some stuff, and so now we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. And uh, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about this week. Some some shit has gone down. More of the same, honestly, but we're gonna talk about it anyway. Same old shit, just a different day. I forget. He is indeed. I don't know, but that phrase, same shit, different day, has been around for a long time. Real word that I can't say. Let's start off with something that I find a little bit comical. Some might even say kind of cute. But overall, pretty dumb. COVID dogs? Yeah, it's the COVID dogs. COVID dogs? (laughs) COVID dogs. I was listening to that on the radio. They were talking about the... Race the NASCAR race. Sorry, I don't subscribe to NASCAR in Tallahassee. And they're like, We got the COVID dogs out here. Beautiful day. People are barbecuing. I'm like, Wait a minute. Did you just say COVID dogs? Run it back. You said what, sir? What? Huh? Run, explain that one to me. And then I started doing some Google search and I'm like, I'll be a son of a bitch. They got dogs that can smell the COVID now. And they got them down at the NASCAR. Which oh, those dogs could smell a COVID from a mile away. I'll tell you what, my boy. man's over here just joining a nice day, couple of natter days, not sponsored by the way. Um, of course, if you want, hit us up or Natty. That's or Natty, either one. Yeah, I, I'm just out here trying to drink my Coors Light, and this dog smells the COVID on me. It smelled. I got the COVID. Apparently, I I'm COVID. just, I'm just trying to. Hey, poison. Uh, I'm out here just trying to get drunk barbecue some stuff and watch cars go around real fast in a circle and all of a sudden the police roll up and tell me I gotta go because their dog smelt the COVID. Sir, that ain't the COVID. That's just the bacon in my pocket. I apologize. Uh, I got I got the bacon in my pocket. You never know when you might need a little bit of bacon, you know. So. This one's for the doggos. <laughs> gotta keep stay strapped or get clapped and I stay strapped with bacon. <laughs> like what dude come on man when i sent that to ben i literally sent we're living in a goddamn simulation and nobody can tell me any different nowadays dogs can smell the covid on you what do you know and apparently science doesn't matter because i don't know through however many studies since the entirety of this shit's been going on it's been said that uv light kills covid essentially on contact so even if you are outside no mask, social distance apart, and you're breathing or coughing or whatever, it leaves your orifice and dies. Nobody's getting sick outside of a NASCAR race. Did you see that now they're saying, uh, what's the exact word that I'm looking for? Um, like, if I touch a table and then you touch a table, I can't give you COVID. Like, I have to... They're, they're, they've, they've changed the amount of time it lives on surfaces, right? Yeah, surface surface tracing or whatever. Yeah. Like it's very minimal. I basically have to like sneeze on the table and then you have to like 
wipe your hand on where I sneezed or like directly coughed. Which Look, has been if you know anything about virus transmission, that's basically very common sense. That's been common for forever, and you should probably not just be touching random things like that anyway, and 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 don't lick, you know, public rail transportation handrails or phone don't, booths or anything like that. Maybe don't put your face on a public table and, um, like always, frequently wash your hands with soap and water. And if you can't find soap and water, sanitize. Yeah. But not to the frequency that you get dry hands, because that's excessive. Yeah, one of, uh, one of the guys I golfed with today is a pilot, and their, like, regulations are changing all the time about sanitation. And uh, his company has come out and said, yeah, we don't have to, like, sanitize like we have been in between flights because... CDC has basically said that that touching the same surface will not give you COVID. Yeah. So, what do you know? I just think it's funny that we have dogs out there now, and they're just gonna like go up to me. People are gonna be like, "Well, the dog says you got COVID. You got to leave." I would be like, "Sir, oh, no, that's the Molly in my pocket. Sorry, dog. <laughs> my bad. Are you sure that's a COVID dog or is it a drug dog? Because I am strapped up with weed right now. How does he know? Uh, they, uh, you know, I walk in and the dog's like, hey, he's got a uh, weed. I'm like, no, sorry, COVID, COVID, <laughs> got to go home. That's not, not an illegal substance. So. Oh, speaking of uh, weed, New York, hey, hey, um, legalized marijuana. And not that I would solicit this service for myself, uh, but weed, maybe if it was legal, I don't break the law. Um but they're not uh, prosecuting prostitution anymore. Yeah, I saw that recently that they're not yeah. they're not prosecuting pro- uh, prostitutes anymore. Um, so now you can get high and hire a hooker legally in New York. That's crazy. New Jersey so legalized weed not too long ago, and now that's gone from like a f- whatever like a felony offense for so many so many ounces or pounds or whatever or whatever the weight is in your possession to now it's just a misdemeanor. Next step. <laughs> but is there blackjack? Oh, for sure. The casinos are still just still rocking up there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, next step is if you're in jail on a weed charge, uh, you should go home. You should probably just get to walk out the door. Yeah. If you didn't hurt anybody, kill anybody, harm anybody, you just had some weed in your pocket, and the Fed yeah. said, "Go to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars." You should be able to be like, "I'm going to leave here, collect my two hundred dollars and my belongings, and go about my day." Which I think the number of people that are behind bars in new york for drug charges is over 90 percent people of color jesus um so yeah that'd be a good first step you know to like setting racial inequality you know towards balancing the, right the scales direction, even more towards the right direction i'm not saying it's in the wrong direction um but that'd be nice that'd be cool it would be you cool were, you know, <coughs> Jesus. Jesus, he heard his name. What's up? I said that thing about the quote from Bender. Oh yeah, I haven't watched Futurama in forever. Um, I don't. I'm not familiar. Do you know what the quote is? Yeah, there's a quote. He's talking about like drugs and hookers, and and then Bender's like, "Is there blackjack?" <laughs> so yeah, I know what you're talking about. Al. So Trump, what's up? Co- what's up, Coke? So Trump didn't kill everyone for not doing a full pandemic shutdown. <laughs> Wait, what? What do you mean? Explain more. Type and explain yourself. I love you, buddy. Um, 
we are in a group chat with a couple of our other friends, and there's been a couple things he sent to our group chat this week, and it's like in jest, yeah, funny. But I have to reread them a couple times. I'm like, what are you saying, dude? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Good to hear. Good to hear, Jesus. Good to hear. But yeah, anyway, so getting back to what we were talking about, um, COVID dogs. So now you're gonna need a vaccine passport to go places, and you're going to be. No, they've backed off the passport. Oh, did they? Passport. Thank yeah. God. Well, some places. There's yeah. actually, they're really trying to push uh, in the military, everybody getting vaccinated um, because now um, there's some bases that if you go on like a TDY to and stuff, um, uh, like a temporary duty or whatever to some bases or something, if, you, if you're not vaccinated, you have to quarantine for two weeks and then you can go about your business. But if you're vaccinated, then you don't have to. And there's travel, you know, there's other travel restrictions and some countries are not allowing people to come in if they're not vaccinated and all this other stuff. And I'm like, can we just chill? Like, I stop, stop trying to force me to get the vaccine. I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm yeah. good. Like, uh, until, like, until the military comes to me and goes, now it's mandatory, like all the other vaccines you've gotten, you have to get it. I'm going to like, I'm good, chief. Uh, Coke was saying that Trump didn't kill every Trump didn't kill everyone for not doing a full pandemic shutdown in the sense that it can't be. Oh yeah, contact of tables, rails, so yeah. on and so forth. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I'm dyslexic. You know who good. did kill people? Andrew Cuomo. Didn't while he also tried to solicit solicit sex from his secretaries. And a he bunch didn't of solicit sex. He just kissed him on the mouth during meetings. Kissed him on the mouth during meetings and tried to get them to play strip poker with him. Seems like a real seems like a real stand up guy. You want to move up in the world, girl? I don't know. Give me a kiss on the mouth, eh? Yeah. Kiss my mouth, and I'll make sure you get whatever you want. Jesus Christ! What else is new? Fucking creepy old white dudes. What? Yeah. Vote for Spike Cohen. Mm hmm. Indeed been thinking about Indeed. it. I'm going to reach out to Spike's dude again here in the next couple of months and see if I can get him back on the books. That sounds like a good idea. I'm still working on my pastor friend, but he's real busy on Sundays. I get it. It's all good. Um, and if Jesus ever wants to come on. Yeah, Jesus. Come on, man. Open, inv- open invite, Jesus. Um, but yeah, anyway, so now there's another, another cog in the machine of COVID precautions and we have covid dogs that are gonna sniff sniff you out so now when you go to a thing you don't know if the dogs are sniffing for covid or if they're sniffing for weapons <laughs> who knows drugs. or drugs who knows maybe they'll have them at the airport now so you're gonna be going about your business the dog's gonna sniff you out and you'll be like excuse me i'm an upright citizen i do not have drugs or weapons on me there but yeah it's covid bro and you're like wait what <laughs> i feel fine yeah I can tell you some stories about dogs that made my hands real clammy, but so. I'm not going to incriminate myself. Yeah, don't plead the fifth on that one. And moving on. Wait, did y'all anyway. ask me something? Sorry, we said that you have an open invitation to come on here whenever you stop being a little scaredy cat, Jesus. Uh, that poison brings up a good uh, question, because I thought about this also. How on earth do you get, train a dog to sniff for COVID? That's a good question. Maybe we could get an animal trainer on here and be like, excuse me, sir, I have multiple yeah. questions about how you get an animal to sniff for... I mean, dogs can detect, like, uh, uh, cancer and stuff, so... Yeah. I, I don't know, man. You always see those, like, videos or, like, stories of, like, a cat at, like, a... Uh, like a hospice care situation who like goes into the room of the person who's like going to die next or like 
You always hear about those weird stories. Animals know yeah. a shitload more than we do. No, for sure. So dogs are smarter than I think my own self. So I'm not doubting them, but I would be interested to know how a dog could do that. Like, what exactly are they sniffing for? Like a um, fever or I, I don't. I don't know. know. I'm very curious. I don't know what they're sniffing for, but it's a uh, it's interesting. Maybe we'll have to do some more research and get back to y'all on that. Go to the NASCAR. Go to the NASCAR. Figure it out. Get it. Get it firsthand. Pass the COVID dog. <laughs> um, I did download Zoom to test it out. Doesn't seem complicated. I can't today. Pre- prepping to watch the Oscars, but maybe in the near future. W. Let's go. Oh, the Oscars is tonight. I don't care. I've been <laughs> I the just Oscars don't care. Ever since that stupid fucking movie about that girl that fell in love with the stupid mermaid one best picture over three billboards outside of ebbing ebbing missouri i don't what uh it was like two years ago what was the name of that movie i can't remember i'm blocking it out because it was so dumb it was two years ago well on this day um i was like instead of watching the oscars tonight i'm gonna watch one of the movies that's up for best picture and we chose three billboards outside of ebbing missouri which is a fantastic fucking movie if you've never seen it go watch it but it was like it's, i always want it's to called call it water World. shape of water was shape it. of water yes <laughs> i love you jesus that movie was fucking stupid and i it wasn't really that stupid i just am pissed because it won best picture over three billboards which is like to this day one of my favorite fucking movies i was watching it the other day and my girlfriend was like this movie looks stupid and i was like I will leave you right now. Don't you fucking say that. You want a domestic violence case? Because Woody Harrelson, I forget the other guy's name, best supporting actor. Then I forget the main actress's name. Uh, she won best lead actress. Great movie. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Um... Okay. I'm not attacking the deaf community. I don't even know what that. I don't even know. Look, I don't get me started. I have. I haven't seen any of those movies. I was gonna make. I haven't seen any of those movies. I haven't watched the Oscars in years, and these past couple years with everything going on, I've just been like, why the fuck are we still having these? Nobody went to even watch the movies. I don't care. Yeah, and then Uncut Gems got fucking completely robbed. Also, <laughs> one of Sandler's best films. Anyway, I don't want to get started. I don't even know what's up for best picture. I, I don't know. Asus, I will not fight you, but I will agree to disagree. Shape of Water is a dumb fucking movie. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to the deaf community and anybody else that finds offense to that, but really wasn't that bad of a movie. I'm just still obviously very <laughs> Anyway... <laughs> How about, speaking of Alex's knee-jerk reaction to that movie, let's talk about other knee-jerk reactions. Uh, so we kind of me. mentioned it a little bit on Thursday, but uh, the, the shit that went down in Ohio over the past week. Um, in case you guys haven't heard, a officer shot and killed a black teenager um, because she was wielding a knife and fixing to stab uh another another black teenager um and everybody's all up in arms because it was a white officer who murdered a black individual now let's get into the facts a little bit here okay and i've seen some videos on this and i've done a little bit of uh, a little bit of research right so 
here's the here's the lowdown. The 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 young black girl that was shot and killed was uh, was about to get jumped by the girls that she ended up attacking, okay? She what what had happened was she went home, called the police, and in the time it took for the police to get there uh, and the the girls the other girls showed up, the girl that got shot and killed grabbed a knife and was out there like either actively attacking slash defending herself whatever turns out also her dad was out there with her and her dad was also wailing on these kids oh that was her dad yeah her dad was out here wailing on these kids too was about to was like trying to stomp some girl's head in as well so yeah he kicked the shit out of her right so the cops show up and this girl with the knife has already cut this one girl that she's attacking a couple of times from what i understand and then was about to um was about to actually stab her when the officer then ended her life now do do we like the fact that the girl died no I don't, we we said this multiple times neither one of us liked the fact that any like likes it when anybody in any situation dies it's an unfortunate situation and that sucks but Especially if the girl is about to get jumped, that sucks. Yeah, that's like, that, that sucks. sucks. Real bad. Yeah, so and especially if she was the one that called the cops. Yeah, that so exactly. So like, she called the cops, and instead of waiting for the cops to show up and to defuse the situation, in in waiting for the cops, she decided to take the situation into her own hands as well and left her house with a weapon. And and then the cops showed up. So in that situation, the cops now look at this and go, "This girl is about to stab this chick." Lethal force, like we said on Thursday a little bit, lethal force authorizes the use of lethal force, and that's what the cops are trained to do is to protect life. The cops saw that one girl was about to get stabbed and possibly get mortally wounded, so in doing his job, he saved a life. Now, people say, well, what about tasers and all this type of shit? Okay, put yourself in the other girl's shoes, all right? Chick is coming at you with a knife. The cops show up. Are you going to want the cop to deploy a taser and on, you know, and 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 hope to God that a it deploys and b it works, or or the other option is incapacitate the individual that's trying to stab you. So you know, so you do not get stabbed, and I get I either get critically wounded or die. Okay, so those like those are your options right now. And there's a lot of times that you know tasers get shot into people, and people through adrenaline and other means power through the taser the electric charge is powering their body and can still finish the movement that they're doing before they end up incapacitated on the ground all right tasers are not 100 percent effective 100 percent of the time okay and 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 that's the thing the cop did his job but well and and to me it, the taser argument i see the taser argument i feel the taser. no argument. and i see it again and, and my little brother brought it up too he's like well why not use the taser well and we've said it before we don't want anyone to die, right? It, but that's a policy argument. And you can argue policy, and I think there's room There's to, room to look at that and oh, maybe revise the policy. But exactly. as it stands, exactly. the policy is threat. This officer trained to do his job, did his job. Exactly. You, you can dislike the policy, and you can argue the policy, and you can reform the policy, and you can... There's room to grow in that argument. The 100%. But to put this guy on the chopping block, you know, to crucify this guy for doing what he's trained to do is not fair. For, no, it's not fair at all. For public celebrity athletes with 
eight million followers, which I I heard a really good thing on mainstream news this week from a right wing. Um, uh, it was Ted Cruz actually. Um, he he was being interviewed about what LeBron James said about the situation. And he said, before I say anything, I want to commend LeBron James for deleting that tweet. And I was like, I I haven't heard anybody say that. Like, yeah, LeBron James made a tweet that he probably shouldn't have made, but he deleted it. So well done. Like emotions are high. It's his home state, his hometown. It was no, it was Columbus, not Cleveland. Anyway, not that far away. I could understand. Alex, chat's telling you you're a little low. See if you can boost yourself. Boost myself up a little bit. There you go. There we go. Um, <coughs> so I understand uh, the the knee-jerk reaction because I've had knee-jerk reactions that were wrong, and LeBron deleted the tweet, which is commendable. Um, at the same time, to continue to persecute that police officer for doing his job is just simply unfair. There's going to be an investigation. There's going to be reviewed body cam footage. Justice will prevail. We just saw it in the Derek Chauvin case where everybody wanted to persecute him right away for a way better reason. Justice prevailed. It, it ended up happening the way that it should. And you can't put a guy on a judge and jury chopping block within 24 hours, yeah. especially when among initial review it looks like he was just doing his job exactly and let me i'm gonna get to what uh what what uh jesus said so he said the cop was poorly trained why was kyle reitenhouse able to walk down the street with a weapon he had just fired and people telling the cops he just killed two people so here's the flip side of this in that situation i feel like the cops didn't do their job to the best of their ability on that one now having said that as well the cops themselves did not witness Kyle Reitenhouse shooting those two people. So going off of what bystanders have said, they can't actively walk up to Kyle and just shoot him there like that. At that point, like then that just becomes an execution, and you can't do well, that. Rittenhouse was the guy that shot Black Lives Matter protesters. protesters, right? Yes. Okay, and here's the other thing. Again, I, I saw the same argument about that Dylan fuck I don't I try to repress their names the one who shot up people in the Colorado movie theater yeah they turned themselves in they they did not continue to pursue violent or threatening action against someone else's lives when the police got there to corral them they turned themselves in if this girl in Ohio when the police got there if she would have put down her knife and ran towards the cops everything would have been fine right and i'm sure when the cops showed up they probably they more than likely told her multiple times to put the weapon down no that's that's or did that did that not happen situation of that the police arrive and i think it's still kind of up in the air that's that's one thing that if you really do sorry the wind's blowing it's so good shut my door uh if you want to throw blame at this officer, they're supposed to declare, it's not mandatory, but they're supposed to declare that they're about to discharge their weapon. Yeah. And as of right now, there's not evidence that he said, I'm going to shoot, stop it, put down the knife. Mm -hmm. But he was acting in a way that was trying to preserve someone else's life. Right. Okay, and let's let's analyze the other argument. Okay, well, why don't you shoot them in the arm or the leg? 
or whatever the case may be. You have one person back here, right? Let me see if I can do this on camera. Victim, right? Quote unquote victim who's about to be stabbed. Other person wielding the knife right here. Police officer, right? Am I going to try to shoot an arm or a, a leg? Or am I going to try to shoot a torso? Because that's where they're trained to shoot, center of mass. Because guess what? If I try to shoot in the arm, a much smaller target, you're gonna miss. I miss. Guess who I'm gonna fucking hit? Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. The other on thing. On the backside, the right. victim. So your your chances of a stray bullet striking an innocent bystander goes up significantly. So, uh, and it's just like what we talked about in that case where the guy was stealing his baby mama's car keys i forget his name uh yeah jacob blake into the car yeah jacob blake why did he why didn't he only shoot once why they're sorry i'm getting on a tangent no, it's they're okay. trained to shoot until the threat is no longer perceived right it's the same so thing again, it's the same thing with the military so in my experience when we would go to the range and this is how they drill it in for us when i was uh in the marines okay um if someone like the enemy or perceivable threat is coming at you like that you're aimed to you're taught a to aim for mass because it's a bigger target and you're less likely to miss when the adrenaline is pumping and you're also we're also trained and this i feel is probably close to the same with police as well you're trained to do uh it's basically what's it's basically three shots okay so you do you take one shot at the pelvis and then you move up and do two in the two in this the upper center mass right if you were to shoot somebody higher in the in the um the shoulder or the leg or something that person can still come at you because it's not going to take them out by by getting trained to shoot in the pelvis first if you shoot the pelvis and I'm, i really this probably is not the best information to put out there um but if you shoot somebody in the pelvis that's where you, the entire weight of the body is basically supported in the pelvis so if you shoot that and shatter it they're not going anywhere you can't use your legs anymore because your pelvis is shattered you can't support your own body weight so then you shoot them there, and then you finish finish there. So it's the same the same kind of the same kind of concept, right? So Jesus says that you know I was saying that you know this cop did not need lethal force; could aim at a leg and an arm, and did not need four shots to the body. So we kind of just covered that: an arm or a leg. It's a little bit of a, it's a smaller target, and you got a bigger chance to miss. Also, that's not how they're trained to do it. Like when you pull your your firearm out, you're not. At that point, you're trained. You're you're trained to use that with lethal force. It's not warning shots. It's it's not incapacitating shots. You have other or, you have other means to incapacitate somebody, and then that that's where you get into the, the policy discussion. Exactly. You can argue policy. You can try to reform policy. Whatever you want. And yes, Jesus said the cops were called to protect her, which is fantastic in a situation where when the police arrive, you back off, you let them do their jobs, and you don't continue to try to stab someone. Right, see, and that's where that's where things go sideways and where things get, you know, the blame is not solely on the cop, right? She went home, called the police to come help her because she was, you know, afeared for her life and well-being, right? Fine. Now you've called the okay. police. Stay in your home. Exactly. That's what I wait was, for them to show say. up and defuse the situation, or, or not not even or. Number one, that was the best option. 
If and, you still and, chose to opt for option number two, which is leave your house and confront the people that are coming to attack you, number one, terrible option, should not have chosen that. Number two, when the police then show up, comply with what is going on, or what they're telling you, and just and the, like just stop what you're doing. Just stop what you're doing. And number three, it was wrong for her. I feel it was wrong for her dad to get involved. Well, okay. To a degree. So, because, like, her dad went overboard. Like, he went out there and started wailing on teenagers. Take take the first what you just said. If someone enters your home, stay inside, right? Lock the door. If they get inside, stab the fuck out of them. Kill them. Yeah, you're in your house and your property. If If they are trying to assault you in your own home and they have made it into your home and are trying to assault you... Stab the fuck out of them. Kill them. Shoot them. Beat them with a bat. Whatever. That's on them. Then the roles are reversed, and you're the one alive versus the person that you called the cops on now being the victim. Right. But in this situation, when when you're in a driveway and there's been a call made to the police office, to the police office, to to the dispatch, you know, saying, hey, there's a lethal situation here. We need to get somebody out there. Cop shows up identifies lethal situation decides he needs to act to try to save someone now you put yourself in a really fucking horrible situation where you're where you're liable to be shot and killed yeah so why the fuck are they outside yeah that's what i'm saying so number one like the 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 best and and most appropriate course of action for her would have been to call the cops and stay in her house but again see this is where this is where like the rest of society doesn't and if my daughter came home my metaphorical daughter i don't have one but if she came home and said dad someone or some people are coming here to jump me after school i'd say go up to your fucking room and lock the door and guess where my ass would be right in the front door front door by the back door come in if you want and i'm gonna warn you if you come in here it's gonna be bad fucking news so don't come in here the police are on their way go home this situation turns out way different they decide to come in bad day for them my daughter's alive. I'm alive. I don't know about them. Right. But don't put my daughter's life or my family's life into jeopardy, and you won't put your own life into jeopardy. Exactly. And Luther so, poses the question here. The question was, was, was the policeman negligent? Did he follow policy? We can argue, was it right all day? And we can. And that's the other thing that we don't know at this point is, like, I guess what the policy of that local police department was. But on the whole... I would say most police departments have a policy in place that if lethal force in someone's life is about to be taken, then they have the authorization to use lethal force themselves. I listened to the police chief being interviewed the next day because Chauvin gets convicted, and then the next day, CNN's headline is this story. Um, You know, black girl with a knife shot by a white officer. It's almost like CNN's like, okay, we, uh, we got another one up for a while. We got another one on the hook. Let's let's get out there and uh, really continue to push this. Well, so they interviewed the police chief. And again, we can argue policy. Policy is when lethal force is present, the police officer is validated in using lethal force. He does not have to use his taser. Right. He or she. He does not have to show up and try to de-escalate the situation before he withdraws his firearm. When he shows up, he identifies lethal force. Lethal force is now 
authorized in his authorized for subduing the situation and once again when you're using lethal force you're not trained to shoot for an arm you're not trained to shoot for a leg you're trained to hit the center of mass i remember those were his words specifically and you're trained to shoot into until the threat is no longer perceivable and that's what he did and uh, uh, again i hate it i hate that yeah we're not yeah i yeah I, I wish it would have turned out differently. I wish we wouldn't be talking about I it. I honestly wish we wouldn't talk about it. But the I, other th- I wish it would have turned out in a way where they would have stayed inside and the girls would have gotten assault charges or whatever. I wish it would have never even made the fucking news. But here we are. Right. And this is the other thing that, that's, that needs to change as well is because what we're well focused on now is white officer shoots black person, basically. But we never hear about the reverse of that. Black officer shoots white man or white person. Because that happens all the all day, every day. Well, I'm gonna say all day, every day, but that happens with just as much um, frequency as the reverse. But that doesn't make headlines. No, because it's propagating a narrative. Again, we've talked right. about it a hundred thousand times. We'll talk about it again. What's the best way to stay in power? Keep people divided. What's the best way to keep people divided? Make them hate each other. Exactly. How do we make them hate each other? make one side think that the other side hates them color is a pretty good way to do it so let's just take color out of all of this shit yeah it was like we don't need to put that adjective on the headline if a black police officer shoots a white person that's not supposed to happen great if a black police officer shoots a white person and he or she deserted it and put that so himself in that situation great if a white two white police officers pull over a fucking lieutenant in the army and pepper spray him because they're being jackasses and maybe colors on the table, then, yeah, let's look into the fact that that might be racially motivated. But we don't have to live in this world where everything is fucking racially motivated. Yeah, like, and that's the, that's the thing. There are racists out there. there are no, it is. There. Yeah, and for sure. I, I hope that the percentage of them in scale to population is very small. I don't know the number because most people who are truly racist don't go walking around every day proclaiming that they're racist because they're fucking cowards. Right. But if we find ourselves in a situation where we need to examine whether this is racially charged or not, yes, we need to examine that. But not every fucking thing that happens every fucking day, black, white, Chinese, Hispanic, whatever the fuck it is, we don't need to spend our time trying to find racial divisions within our country look at it as a person and a person right and jesus you do bring up a good point we don't live in a world where things are things are racially motivated we live in a country and i don't i don't think that's true though jesus i i love you to death man i i think that the number of times where things happen and they are racially motivated i think is I, I don't want to say minuscule, but I, I will say it's a lot smaller than what your Fox News or your CNN will have you believe. Because guess what Fox News is talking about right now? Turn, I, turn it on right now on XM Radio or on your TV. I guarantee you they're talking about uh, the border wall, the, the, oh, this governor of Arizona just came on and declared it a state of emergency or whatever because people are coming in through the border, blah, blah, blah. Racially charged, racially motivated. Turn on CNN. They're going to be saying, oh, Republicans are racist because they don't want to have uh, 
Washington, D.C. is the 51st state. Like, it's the same shit on both sides, just on the opposite side of the coin. I truly think, I truly believe, and this might be the optimist in myself, that majority of people out there, especially in our generation, let me, let me just speak for our generation. We don't give a fuck what you look like, where you came from, what you believe, who you like, who you want to marry, how many kids you want to have. We don't give a fuck. I could we give a shit list. happy, dude. Yeah. I don't fucking care. If you're a boy and you like boys, great. If you're a boy and you like girls, awesome. If you're a girl and you don't ever want to have kids, fine. If you're a girl and you want to marry a girl, that's fine, too. I could go down the fucking list. I truly don't care as long as you have the same equal shake at life that I do and you have the same opportunity to be happy like I do, that's all I want. I just want us to live in a free, open, fair society. No, I do too. And it doesn't have to be that fucking hard. No, it doesn't. And what what sucks is that CNN and Fox and whatever news source you get your shit from that is you know very biased in whatever way, um, they will sit there and say, well, we don't want this country to be racist, and then turn around and propagate things that continue to keep this country divided and racist. And it's like, number one, that shit needs to quit. And somebody needs to start holding these people, those people accountable for the incitement that they're, that they're doing. Um, Jesus said, you know, you're right. The number of incidents might be small, but they're happening. You can't ignore the reality because it's exhausting to talk about. And no, I, I, no we're not. I don't think we're ignoring the reality. And yes, you are correct. It, it gets very exhausting to talk about because our, our last string of podcasts has been basically the same thing over and over because it seems that on the weekly to the daily, something happens. And we have to, we, you know, we come on here to try and talk about it and be like, look, from our point, you know, from where we're sitting and trying to just get the straight up facts out of all of the mud, this is what we think is happening. And this is what we are trying to get you to realize is that, you know, it's just a giant propaganda machine. Again. No, 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 Jesus, sorry, uh, you, know, uh, I, you know, he's talking to Joe, I'm not going against Joe, no, no, you're good, and I'm not trying to, like, you know, we're not trying to, like, call you out or single no, you out, like, one of the way, I'm just, the same thing. we're saying the same thing, just, like, in general, it's just that, it, it, in general, yes, it gets very exhausting to talk about, because it happens it's, over and over and over, and it's just, like, we're tired of the big media pushing out the same narrative but trying to be on the flip side of friend and be like we need to stop racism but then going ahead and, and put and blasting basically racist headlines well, across their news stories let's let's liken it to something like the me too movement you know when that was really popular for a long time the hashtag was believe all women and it's like okay well we realize that there might be some systematic um misogyny happening in specific industries and we need to look at that for sure and make sure that it doesn't happen but when you use a hashtag like believe all women you're taking away from the argument of actual victims who have been sought out against by males in that industry because hey if you want to roll in such and such movie or such and such show you got to do x y and z personal sexual favors for me that's fucked up you can't do that but you also can't get into a situation where you just take it all on the face and anybody that comes forward we just automatically you know throw the victim card at and persecute who they're claiming their yeah. uh, allegations against right you're taking away from the actual movement it's the same thing when you're talking about anything race being one of them 
yes, there are racists out there, thousand percent. I, I think we can all agree that racism still exists in our country. It exists everywhere. Yeah. And it's stupid and it's fucking ignorant. And those people, I wish we could just round them all up and let them go to their own island where they could be on the island with whatever kind of people they want to be. Well, hell, they'd probably That's even figure out how to be racist against each other at some point. If you don't have a fucking black mustache, you know, whatever. They would, there's ignorant is the point of the story. But when you get to a point where you're attacking a police officer doing his job and claiming it is racially charged. Now no, we're, now it's just getting, now it's gone too far. It is. Do I think Derek Chauvin probably had some racially motivated charges when he put his knee on the neck of George Floyd? Yes. I 100%. Because that's a very it, valid case of and a it, racially charged crime. And it came out that those two had beef from way back, and there's been other incidences with that guy that he's done similar things and been reprimanded for. And this was finally, which unfortunately, this was finally the thing that got him busted on it. Um, the other thing that I'll say, though, is a lot of these movements that you put a hashtag to or something in the long run end up hurting what you're actually trying to accomplish. Because then it becomes some kind of battle cry. And then like Poison has said, you know, for her, she she got to the point, where, you know, she doesn't believe all women and she got so much hate for it. So, you know, you get to a point now where if you don't agree with the hashtag or whatever is coming out, then you're wrong. Even though you might sit back like Poison said and like we try and do is we try and sit back and say, well, there's two sides to every story. And let's get down into the nitty-gritty of it and have a look at what really happened and what's really going on. Because if we run off half-cocked on a hashtag like Believe All Women or something else along those lines, then there's going to be more and more people that end up in a position in jail or otherwise that they don't need to be in because they're innocent. And there needs to be accountability on the flip side of that and repercussions on the flip side of that for the people that make false accusations, which we don't hear enough about. And Jesus says, uh, which he brings up a good point. I don't, I can't remember anyone being attacked for being white or being discriminated against because you're straight. Um, I have to be honest. I can't remember a time where I've ever been discriminated against because I was straight. In fact, the, times where i've been um like one of my good friends is gay and i've been on his party buses and we've been at drag shows and stuff and then like a gay guy comes up and like offers to buy me a drink i'm always like hey yeah absolutely you know but like just want you to know i'm straight and if anything they like welcome me in because i'm being so open and i'm not weird around like you know drag queens or whatever if anything it's the opposite they're like oh you're straight but you feel comfortable here yeah That's so cool. no i can tell you many stories where i went out with my gay best friend brendan to the gay bars and stuff like that and obviously one of the first things that his mouth was like uh he's straight but like whatever but they were still warm and welcoming to me because i was there in what i would consider i guess their environment but i wasn't you know being a dickhead about it yeah and so i've got plenty of friends like like that and 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 if basically if you're just a nice person people are gonna fucking chill with you and they're gonna be they're gonna be cool with you and if you sit there and go yo like you know i don't care like what your you know what your skin color is what your sexual orientation is like any of that stuff then people can be like all right well this guy's a chill dude and like that's that you know that's fine you know and just to play a little bit of like i guess devil's advocate um uh, to Jesus's comment about you know anyone being discriminated because you're straight or anything like that, it's now kind of flipped a little bit. We talked we talked about it with Tony when we had Tony on. 
So mm-hmm. now it's kind of it's kind of flipping. Like if I'm a straight person and I say I don't want to date a trans person, then all of a sudden I'm I'm in the wrong and I'm transphobic because I'm straight and I don't want to date a trans woman. But that's not the case. Like I don't care if you're trans. If you want to be trans, that's that, that's fine. I'll call you by your pronouns. I'll do whatever you want. I will respect you as a person. But me personally, that's not that's not for me. I'm not attracted to that. Okay, and that's fine. But I'm not gonna hate on you or discriminate you because of that fact. But if you turn if that around, got a buddy that's into trans people. I'll try to hook you up. I'll try to help you, you know? out, like for yeah. real. But but when it gets turned around on me, and go, oh well, you're a transphobic and you're a homophobe or you're whatever because you don't want to date a trans person. Well, now you've hurt your movement and you've hurt the the, the cause that you're trying to to push forward and get recognition for. Because now you've lost me as a supporter, basically. Well, because yeah. I now I feel attacked and I don't feel comfortable being around you. And going back to the race thing, we have a perfect example in our comments right now. I could tell you about growing up in South Texas, like I've told you a hundred times, and I've been discriminated against because I'm white. People throwing change on the counter, not putting it in my hand. My brother, when he was little, they wouldn't use his pencil because his pencil had the white on it, you know, whatever. I remember a couple of years ago, Coke, uh, Justice Coke telling me that he didn't get a promotion, that a Hispanic person got a promotion over him, that obviously he's a little bit biased in his eyes. He thought he was the right person for the job. But the supervisor said, if I promote a white person over a Hispanic person, it makes it look bad because it makes it look like I'm promoting the white man over the Hispanic man he used that as an example of why Coke didn't get the job. So if you think white people don't get, if you think being white gives you a pass against racism, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Right. I know that it doesn't exist probably as prominently. It's not as prevalent, but there are pockets of it. And in Omaha, Nebraska, do I ever fucking get any sort of racially charged negligence or, you know, negativity because I'm white? No. Never. Growing up on a bo- in a border town? Yes. Not, I wouldn't say every day, but I would say somewhat frequently it would happen. It, it just didn't bother me. It, I didn't let it eat away at me. I mean, when I was younger, I didn't really understand it because I'm like, well, like, you're That's- the Hispanic one. Like, you know, like, you're the one who looks different from me. So, like, I get it. And I never treated anyone different because of the way they look so when i got treated differently it was kind of like well wait a minute aren't we kind of in this thing together yeah like, like, why you're are just you humans treating me like this like yeah we're all just trying to fucking do our best out here man like doesn't fucking matter what you look like who you like i could continue on for yeah hours. yeah i know jesus put out a put out a good point here you know he said you know y'all are part of a wonderful minority of people who are accepting and kind the reality is that people like you know himself is that we have to be careful where we go or what we do because you never know who you're gonna offend which is true but a thousand percent which that that brings up another point of like that sucks and that sucks that we're in a society that that's like that and i wish that more people were like alex and myself and my 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 friend group and alex's friend group who everybody here right now yeah everybody here right now who's just like yo we get what you're saying if people could just be kind and realize that we're all people Things would be a lot better, but it that's that's the uphill battle is trying to get people to be that way. Um, sorry, and I know we're just keying in on Jesus's comments right now, but that's like where we're talking about. I don't want to like 
negate anything else anybody's anybody's saying. Uh, Gerber uh, said, you know, to go back to uh, the racism and police slash civilian interaction, he uh, he says, I do agree there's a massive problem having cases like Bryant's and Nazario's conflated together. Um, you might have to... I, I personally, I don't remember Nazario's thing, so somebody... Nazario was the, uh, the one, the army soldier, army lieutenant. Oh, he was the lieutenant that got... Yeah, I'm he was, well. He's still a soldier, but te- you know, technically, his rank is lieutenant. Yeah, I don't um, want to downplay his achievements. I, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Because he's a person of color, and it's extremely fucked up what happened to that guy. Like he was being so cool. All he was asking is, "What the fuck's happening?" Yeah. A lot nicer than the way that I just. Right, it. but the long and the short of it, he was like, "What is going on?" They're like, "He's like, I'm a fucking veteran too, and I'm gonna, you're gonna ride the lightning, boy." And he's like, "Wait a minute, excuse me." Like, all right, pepper spray. Like, sh- dude, just do your fucking job. Yeah, like, I like, just, just because... Talk to the guy. Yeah. Just talk to the fucking guy. Yeah. Fucking just because you got picked on in the eighth grade like the rest of us, now you want to be a fucking big man. Yeah. Flex your muscles and say, you're going to ride the lightning. Which, by the way, you never even deployed your taser. You just went for a pussy move and just... You went, went for pepper spray. shit out yeah. of the dude. Yeah. That's fucked up. It is and very fucked up. that's racially charged, we should fucking persecute that guy to the fullest extent of the law thousand percent and i wouldn't say i wouldn't even say if i feel like it was a hundred percent racially charged i will lead the fucking charge i wish i could be on that jury so i could give that guy a straight guilty charge and i wish i could be the judge also in some mythical world and give him the fullest extent of the law when it comes to sentencing because that's fucked up it's so fucked but again when you uh, uh sorry i forgot his name uh, Gerber, um, when you conflate those cases together, you, you said it very eloquently, um, way more eloquently than I have so far. When you conflate those two cases together, you're taking away from the real motivation and the real charge of the movement because you're going to have those fucks on the right who are like, oh, there go the Dems again, you know, just white on black crime, and that's all. Well, it does exist. We, we get it and it shouldn't happen and we should all strive to make sure it doesn't happen but to use it in every single situation and just play the race card at any drop of the hat you're giving the other side room to wiggle and say well that movement's bullshit because some of it is bullshit not all of it is bullshit but some of it is bullshit and people are dumb and they listen to the fucking cnn and fox news headlines because they don't want to put the they don't want to put the effort or the energy in but that's okay because that's what we're here for we're here for you to put that effort and energy in and get away from that's the mainstream right. headlines we're all in this shit together all right right uh coke coke brought back a thing to our you know uh back when we were talking about you know uh false accusations you can file a, a tort or a defamation of character lawsuit if they falsely falsely accuse you which is true but i i with with just that i feel like you shouldn't have to go through that process of doing that i feel like if it comes out that that was you know a false statement or you know defamation of character then with if something should happen to the person without you having to put extra work in to 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 do that but maybe that's not how the justice system works and that's another conversation about reform in in that regard um wow you guys are really popping off tonight i'm enjoying it um uh, yes, Justice uh, Ben is in the military. He I am. 
from? I was a Marine Corps reservist, and I am now active duty Air Force. So disclaimer for this video when it goes on YouTube, these are my own personal beliefs and opinions. These does not represent the beliefs or opinions of the DOD or the Air Force. Got that out of the way. Yeah, sorry, Justice was texting me. But yeah. Um, his name is Ben also. Down here in the bottom, you can see. <laughs> yeah, and Gerber, you're exactly right. That uh, Navario. Yeah, the lieutenant was given conflicting uh, information. So you, you like, what do you do? Fuck. It's a clusterfuck of a of a stop that probably shouldn't have even happened. And my man was getting get, getting given conflicting information. And you're right. You have to obey one and disobey the other. So one cop's and, gonna be like, "Great, he's obeying my orders," and the other cop's gonna be like, "What the fuck? Why aren't you listening to me?" And I believe, if I'm not incorrect, the entire call the entire stop was due to the tinting on his windows it was a bullshit response my man was literally traveling went through a fucking podon ass little town where obviously their law was you can't have this amount of tint on your windows where more than like so fucking dumb dude oh they got him on expired plates is what gerbert said oh yeah that no you're you're right yep that's exactly what it was okay it was expired plates Okay, well, like that's fine. So, so write expired, but write him a ticket, or <laughs> or better yet, be like, "Hey, man, your your tags are expired. What's going on?" And then he can explain his situation, and you can move on with your day. There was no reason for any of that bullshit to happen. Stupid. But they were behind due to COVID. Yeah, so like I feel like now with COVID and everything, you shouldn't like traffic stops for expired plates should just be like, okay, if you're gonna pull him over for it, give him a chance to explain that, yo, my DMDV is behind because of COVID, blah blah blah. Like whatever. I understand that yes, people can use that as a way to get out of a ticket or whatever. But we're in a weird situation with like COVID stuff and everything. So at this, you know, at this point in time, it's a valid excuse. It's just like if at most, at most, if you had to, do, if you had to do something. Write him a fucking warning. That way there's no fine involved and he has a thing that says, hey, get your tags fucking fixed and move on with your day. There was no reason just because you walked up and were like, oh, oh he's black and you're in some podunk ass backwater town in the middle of fucking nowhere with two racist cops um, that that needed to happen. I've been pulled over for expired tags and you know what happened? The officer walked up to my car and I said, hey, what's going on? He said, hey, your tags are expired. I was like, shit, I didn't even realize that. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to give you a fix-it ticket so you have a month or whatever it is to go into the DMV and uh, get him renewed. And when you get him renewed, this ticket goes away. And I was like, hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And he said, yeah, no problem. Have a good day. And we went our fucking separate ways. But in this case, obviously, that cop is a fuckhead. And probably saw a black dude with tin on his windows and even though he's in his fucking army fatigues yeah and i i like that's just another whole that's a whole nother conversation yeah. where like my man is clearly in the military and you're still gonna treat somebody that's defending the country and your right to basically be a jackass and you're gonna do that like a, come the on the fact that you're probably racially charged pisses me off to begin with and b the fact that this dude is Putting his life on the line for our country makes me even more pissed off. So at this point in time, I just want to sit that cop down in a room and unload like two cans of pepper spray on his ass and be like, huh, how does that feel? All right. How do you like it, huh? True. That but now we get into vigilante justice. Yeah, I'm not a vigilante. But yeah. Gerber, you're probably right. He technically outranked both of them, honestly. Honestly. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's fuck, dude. That was that was, that was a whole fuck situation. But the long and the short of it is, like we said probably a thousand times before, and I'll pull up my baseball bat and beat the shit out of this dead horse again. If people would just be kind to people and just quit being dickheads and listening to the propaganda that is just belched out on the daily, we'd be in a bit. We'd have been in a lot better situation than what we are. Asus. If I had the money to be Batman, I would be Batman in a fucking heartbeat. Alex and I will nobody. Alex nobody and I will, will moonlight as Batman. One of us can take one night off, and the other one will take up the mantle. That way, no one's super tired nobody at all times. Would, nobody would ever. And they would never know who actually who Batman actually was. If you're a racist, I'm coming for your. Ass. I'm gonna feed you your knees. Beaten women or men, for that matter. I'm gonna feed you I'm your knees. Your yeah. I hope you yeah. like. I hope you like crunchy knees for breakfast. Goes great with orange juice. Yeah. I hope you like picking up your fucking teeth off the ground, fucking piece of shit. Phoenix Darth, hell yeah, Gerber. Well, nicely, okay? It's not that fucking hard. It's not. It's really not hard. Honestly, like, and we've, this has been put out multiple times, but always gets swept under the rug. Racism is not inherent to people. Watch, watch videos of kids being kids, man. They don't give a fuck. But then they get home to these dick ass parents, and, you know, here we are. I've told the story on here. When my brother was on a basketball team, one of our best friends in South Texas, it was a black family, and they had kids very close, similar in age to us. My brother played basketball with the one that uh, he was closest in age with. Kid was a fucking phenomenal point guard. My brother played center, and they tore shit up together. My grandpa asked him one day, like, very pointedly, like, do you have any, like, black friends? My brother's like, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, do you have any black friends? His best friend in the world is black, like, like pretty, uh, I don't want this to be racist, but it's not like he was mixed, like, he's very black, you know? He's like, no, I don't have any black friends. Kids don't see that. They don't see it. They're just like, what do you mean? That's that's my friend. That's that's the point guard, you know? If you had asked him who the point guard on the team was, he would have said, oh, yeah, Josh. Yeah. But if you ask him who the black kid on the team was, he'd been like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's just my best friend. That's yeah. just my basketball buddy. So Jesus has said that while I understand what you're saying when it comes to propaganda, something I need to add is that for people like him, uh, those stories bring to light what else we have to look out for. It's a sad reality that a racial injustice story or discrimination story is basically our warning signs for what not to do. And that sucks. And I will 100% sympathize and empathize with you on that, that that is fucking bullshit. And it sucks that, that that's what our society at is. And I, you know, if we were to ever meet Jesus and walk down the street and somebody said something to you, I'd punch him in the mouth for you. For you. I, without, not, maybe you don't want me to punch him in the mouth, but somebody's getting punched in the mouth, okay? <laughs> like, and that's for any of my friends, no matter what. Like, if, if for some reason being gay was just out there and everybody knew, like you walked around with a neon sign that said, I'm gay or whatever, and somebody said something about it, I'd punch them in the mouth, too. It doesn't matter. Like, if you're going to be an asshole, like, these hands are rated E for everyone, okay? Yeah. I don't give a shit. Um, thanks, I carry my knife. Okay, well, I'll just punch him, Jesus. I don't need you getting... I don't need somebody... I don't need you stabbing somebody. I just punch the guy. I can deal with an assault charge. Well, and um, I, it goes back, again, right on back to beating the dead horse, of why we started this whole thing, is to create these conversations and these communities where people can feel safe or they can feel like they're not going to be attacked for expressing their opinion. Exactly. Like you might disagree with me and that is a thousand percent fine. And you and I can sit and we can have discourse and we can drink beer about it. 
and I'm not going to call you an asshole unless you're being an asshole because you're racist or whatever, you know, then you, you're not welcome here. Sorry. Um, but we can have not sorry. conversations and these communities in this open space for us to have open community conversation and nobody's going to be attacked or called names. And this I love this. this. I love it too. Man. I love this. I love having people come in here and we can just <laughs> accept justice. God damn it, Luther. <laughs> but people can, we can just come in here and we can sit here and talk and be like, well, you know, you know, I don't agree with you, but at the end of the day, we're still going to be friends and I'll still go and I'll still come hang out with you and we'll drink some beer and we'll fucking hang out together or, 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 or like whatever. And we're going to be fine. And we can look at each other and be like, you know, I don't agree with that, but I see where you're coming from, but that doesn't make me hate you. At the end of the day, again, I think people will be, especially if they tune into the mainstream media, would be shocked to find out that we have a lot more in common. I was just about to say, do we disagree as a whole have more in common than we than than what we don't have in common? We people are people are people and people are different and we all have our different belief systems and those are not always going to mesh up. But at the end of the day. We're all people and we all have more in common with each other than what we are led to believe. And if we can all realize that fact, we could change the world, honestly. Honestly, we could. We could take those in power and actually hold them accountable. We could quit being sheep. We could stop the propaganda machine that is that is big mainstream media. There's a lot of shit that could happen that we could change. Um, and that's part of the reason why we do this. So we're gonna we're gonna be the little grassroots movement to get the fire started. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna go back. Gerber said that yeah, he thinks you know I think that tribalism is intrinsic, but where the line is drawn is definitely taught. No, for sure, because everybody has their own like group of people, their own tribe that they 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 fucks with on the daily. But you can also look at another tribe of people and be like, people ain't that bad. We all come together and work together. But anyway. I kind of low-key really despised white Midwesterners when I first moved to Omaha. Like, because the Hispanic community was kind of like my tribe, you know? Like, that's who I grew up with. I grew up going to, you know, barbecues in the backyard with Theo and Tia and Abuelo and Abuela. And the Tias and the Tios. Yeah, and, you know, the salsa and the carne and the tacos, you know? And that was like my kind of my tribe you know those people those are your I people grew up with yeah i'll never forget i've told this story too the first time i went to a walmart here in omaha i was like there are so many fucking white people here dude this is wild and i started hanging out with them and they kind of have this like weird arrogance to them yeah. and i'm like yeah you fucking white people are you midwesterners and you know it takes time to adjust but again that tribalism is intrinsic but it's up to you to break out of that and and identify people for people right and realize that it doesn't matter what they look like or where they come from if you're a good person you're a good person if you're a shitty person then sorry i don't want anything to do with you pretty much pretty much all right let's move on and talk about uh biden's first hundred days and how nothing has changed from one president to the next it's just ridiculous. So here, so from what I've seen so far, and I haven't been following too much, so that's that's on me. Um, but from what I what I can see, 
Um, nothing has been done to scale back uh, anything in regards to a border wall. Um, in all actuality, a border wall looks to be more and more on the horizon. Um, there was a story of one family who had some of their land seized by the government uh, because they were going to put the border wall right through part of their property that they owned the the i'll call it the border crisis which we've touched on before is still ongoing and perhaps even worse now under the new administration with more and more people being detained and more and more children separated from their parents and put in these holding pens uh more so than uh than that than those pens can hold and there have been stories with the children that the children tell that say uh they had to take turns sleeping because there's not enough room for all of them to lay down and go to sleep around the same time. So they're on sleeping shifts, basically, that they've come up with themselves. Um, there have been, you know, Biden has still, and his administration have still launched attacks against, or in the Middle East. Um, recently, there was a couple of bombings in, in Syria uh, that were authorized by the administration. And as much as they would like to tell you that uh, troops are pulling out of Afghanistan by X date, that is not happening. That date has been so far pushed uh, farther back into the year, and uh, and, and you know there's stuff like that. Uh, Biden right now, from all from what we can both see, and Alex can go into more detail on this here in a, in, in a few seconds. Uh, my man is just hanging his hat on the fact that he's been pushing out vaccines and trying to use that to mask everything else that has not changed between administrations. So it's basically same shit, different day, different dude. Nothing's changed. The two-party system is fucked. And uh, they're really not all that different. It, it, I don't even know where to start. Because the... Oh, I disagreed with the border wall. I thought it was stupid to begin with when Trump did it. Yep. Now they have, they've spent the money on the materials. So the materials are laying there ready to be installed. So we've spent the money on the materials. But now in efforts to claim that we're woke or we're not uh, xenophobic or whatever our current administration is claiming, we're going to stop and halt the construction of the wall, which we've already fucking paid for. So I, I think the wall is stupid. I've said it a hundred times. If you build a 20 foot wall, you're just going to create a marketplace for 23 feet ladders, 20, 30 foot ladders, or, or, or really nice shovels. Again, Hispanics are crafty, dude. I, that's what I love about the people that I grew up with, they're fucking crafty. They don't take no for an answer a lot of times. They're they are hustlers. They're go-getters. And you think the cartel is going to let a 20-foot wall stop them from getting their exports into well, America? Even with they're that, wrong. even with that, just the imagery that that puts out to the rest of the world and the fact that, hey... We have a southern border wall where we're, it's essentially just being like we're closing the country off to everyone. So now we look like these, this closed off hostile country that, that goes against what, what basically America was um, essentially founded on founded for, yeah. as, as a place where everyone is welcome. Come, come what, who you are, however you are, and we'll welcome you and, 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 and we can all participate in the American dream together now 
we're putting forth this imagery of of basically like the wall is going to be a giant middle finger to the world like fuck off dude we don't want any of you in yeah. particular hispanics and southern and, and and central south americans i was listening to uh xm uh comedy radio the other day and there's a guy who had a bit about um you know like john smith in missouri being worried about the talibans or the mexicans coming to take his job or whatever I didn't know that was a bit because I've been saying that for a long time. You know, John Smith in fucking Omaha, Nebraska is the ones like, oh, those damn illegal immigrants are coming to take my job. Like, no, John, you're in the middle of the fucking country. No one's coming to take your job. You know, but that's why Trump was, you know, build the wall, make America great again, blah, blah, fucking blah. It was all a big ploy. It was all a big, you know, front for we're making our country secure again. Again, I didn't like the wall on its face. I thought it was stupid to begin with. But now we've paid for it, so we might as well install the fucker. You know, you might as well put it up because the materials you're are in this fucking deep on the ground. Like, and yeah, I guess in a sense it will make it harder for the coyotes, cartel, what have you, coming across. Like, it will make it harder. You're not going to stop them, but it'll make it harder. I get that point. I guess install the fucking thing. We paid for it already. Put it up. But we want to have this image of, uh, you know, wokeness or whatever of we're not xenophobic, you know, come one, come all. Hell, we'll invite him to come to the border within our first 100 days and, you know, catch and release. We're not going to do that. You know, we'll just we'll hold them here until we can figure it out. And now we have this overflowing of these detention centers, because when you invite people to the border, that's what's going to happen. They're right. going to come and we don't have the ability to house them or take care of them. We already have a fucking homeless community of millions of millions. people in our country that we can't take care of. So now we're inviting more people that we can't take care of to come to the border. It's so fucking stupid. It is. It like, is stupid. I'm going to get into tired of talking about it. Yeah. All the, I don't get tired about talking about it. I just get frustrated by the way decisions are made because we want it to look good versus making a smart conscious decision based on what's best for our fucking people in our country exactly i'm gonna get into worried about votes we're worried about votes and lobbyists yeah that's Uh, what the main focus is no 100 i'm gonna get into some of these comments uh first of all late to the gamer uh thank you for the follow thank you for showing up uh we appreciate you coming in uh, and I will get to your comments here in just a second. Um, Jerber said that, you know, we should honestly make it easier to become a citizen. Come get your social security number and get your taxes on. True. We've talked about that not too long ago. The citizenship process should definitely be easier and there should be some reformation that comes to that. Uh, Luther said the government is all corrupt until we start putting term limits and make it more feasible for the average Joe to run for president. We'll continue having the same problems. Big facts, which is why Alex and I push so hard for the rise of a third party. Because that'll be that'll be the thing, man. A third party, and we've said it before, and the the two main two parties now are super worried. If a third party rises, it's gonna fuck everything for them, and I'm here for it. And then late to the gamer said uh there are farmers here right now with fields rotting because american citizens won't do farm labor that immigrants can't come in to do right now uh but they're taking your job right uh and he said growing up on the border you think the detention centers are bad so are the col- uh colonias 
we force immigrants to live without any water, plumbing, or, or yes. uh, electricity. And you are super correct in both of those statements. So we here's here's and here's another thing that I'll say, and this is kind of like I guess against homeless homeless population. Um, yes, we should do a better job taking care of our homeless population, but at the same time, it should also be on on those people that if a job opportunity, say like hard labor like that, <coughs> excuse me, comes up, jump on it. Take it. Now you have a job. Now you have an income. Now you can work to better yourself, and then maybe you don't have to stay in that hard labor job. You'll get to a point where you can leave leave that job. At the same time, also immigrants as well want to like you know work. You know they're to come for the most part. Most of them want to come and work. That's fine. Make the citizenship process easier, and then there's plenty of jobs available for them to take and do that. Perhaps they even want to do. Because, and I, I don't take this the wrong way, chat. Don't take this the wrong way. But coming from uh, Central and South America and Mexico, that's a lot of, I guess, in my opinion, and please correct me if I'm wrong, they're used to, the, I guess, that kind of work. Well, I think what, uh, let me expand on what you're saying a little bit. Because sure. I, I hear what you're saying and you're correct. It, you you would do the same job in Mexico for pennies on the dollar of what a U.S. farmer would pay you to do here. Exactly. So, again, if you're an immigrant and you're not part of the MS-13, you're not part of a cartel, you're not a coyote trying to, you know, get people over here illegally, whatever, and we have that job ready for you, um, just reading the title, Asparagus Farmer May Lose Crop Workers Without Immigrants or Migrant Workers – when that person comes over and says, hey, I'm ready to work, I'm ready to go, we should have a system in place, which I think a working visa would, you know, ideally... That would work. Honestly, you have a working visa. You're say, here legally to okay, work. Perfect. I've got a spot for you. I've got, I've got a guy. So go work, and you can make $12, $15 an hour, or whatever that farmer's going to pay you. And that immigrant will be in heaven because they're doing the same job for more money. Exactly. Because guess why people move their shipment plants to places like Mexico is because they can pay workers their pennies on the dollar and the cost of the product goes down. So if we do have that immigrant worker who's ready to come and do a job that is needed to be done because people are, and I'm not against stimulus checks, but if people are sitting at home just collecting their stimulus check and are like, hey, I don't need to work. I'll just sit here and collect my free money. Well, guess what? We got we got the next guy up. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter where the fuck they came from. Honest person, not part of a cartel, coming here to try to better their lives. God damn it, that's America. Let that person go to work right away. Fucking send him to the field. Let him work his ass off and let him make the money that he deserves to make. It... it the the idea of immigrants coming to quote unquote take your job is so mundane and it's so just stupid. ignorant because there it's a it was yeah. a it's a before we get any farther boost your volume a little bit I think chat's still saying still? you're a little bit yeah they're staying you're saying you're a little low I don't know what's going on I'm gonna turn this shit all the way up then all right. um but uh. Oh shit! I just lost what I was gonna say. No, they're like they're not like that was a that was a rhetoric that was pushed so long ago when everybody was so hateful of of people coming to try to come to America and work and work and work jobs is because they're like, well, they're coming to take our jobs. We gotta stop them. When it wasn't true, 
at all. It's the, it's the episode of South Park. Yeah. Dick Tucker Derbs. But like, they're not. They're here. For on the most part, they're here ready to work in the jobs that you won't take because you're too prideful to 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 base yourself and and, and humble yourself to do a job, um, that you think is beneath you when when it's not like like for me growing up, I I worked jobs that I didn't want to work and I hated working them, but I had to because I needed to pay for things and I needed to like get shit set up. So I've done jobs that I hate doing. And now finally I'm in a I'm in a job that I want to do and I enjoy what I do. But I had to go through and do shitty jobs growing up in high school and in college because that's what I needed to do to get myself ahead. And sometimes you got to do that. And I think that's a big problem uh, with some of the things that we're teaching kids nowadays is that I mean, yes, you are, you know, you're not you're you're all special whatever whatever and you you might be worth more than what you think you don't work that job because it's beneath you it's that's that's not true and it's a i feel like it's a toxic rhetoric like i was i i got instilled for me in a young age work ethic just when you go whatever job you have bust your ass at that job and put in the work no matter how mundane and how small it is because in the long run it'll help you out and there's not enough of that being taught anymore yeah well and that's where in america we we have this narrative of, well, it's okay, honey, you know, work whatever job you want and do your best. And, you know, well, if you don't want to work at McDonald's, you don't have to, like your dad and I will help you out. Um, but immigrants, they don't have that fucking train of mind, dude. It's They're there to bust their ass and get where they feast, need to be. It's feast or famine, and yeah. I'm here to work. And it's a lot better than what I was doing in Mexico. So let them come over and let them work dude like it's not that hard of a process to figure out and if they do end up taking your job it's because you were too fucking lazy to get off your ass and go do something to get to where you needed to be to work the job where you wanted what meanwhile somebody that came from less than what you had went out and put the work in and busted their ass to get to where they needed to be to be better their situation while you sat there and tried to suck on the tit of the government exactly and nobody feels bad for you. I don't feel bad for you. And if that immigrant who came here and got here legally and, and applied legally and everything and did what they were supposed to do, went and took a job that you were trying to get because you were too fucking lazy to go off and get off your ass and do it yourself, then 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 sorry, not sorry, dude. Fuck you. Yeah. And good on that guy for working his ass off to get where he needed to be. And you can sit there and try and suckle the tea to the government, you lazy fuck. Sorry. No, that's a thousand percent true. And that's... It's the same ideology when you like start looking at sports or whatever, you know, if you're complaining because the coach isn't starting you be good enough to where he has to start you be better, put the yeah, work in, put the hashtag work in. And if you're worried about immigrants taking your job, work as fucking hard as they do. And there you go. That's the end of the story. Right. It's not late, that hard. Yeah. Late to the gamer said, we also tell people who do work at McDonald's that they don't deserve benefits or a better wage, and that seems unfair, too. And you're correct. No. Like, honestly, look, we're, this is a very simplistic view that we put out, but there's a lot of things that need, be, that need to be changed in a lot of different areas. But at the same time, McDonald's is not supposed to be a long-term, like, career job. It can be, and you can bust your ass at McDonald's and work up to management and, and end up getting to a point where you could start your own franchise. Very cool. But on the whole, McDonald's is basically a starter job. It's, it's, yes, it's, it's minimum wage. It's not supposed to be a job that you sit there 
and work for 20 years or whatever at McDonald's. Like it's a, it's a, it's a starter job. And I would almost say well, that it's unless you, unless you want it to be, I mean, if that's and, your goal. If that's your goal and you want to sit there and flip burgers for the rest of your life and you can make that work for your lifestyle, then 100% go do it. But the people that complain most about that kind of suck, I, a job should be able to support you no matter what it is. Well, that's that's right, Jesus, but it should be able to support you for, like, the I guess the period of life you're in, all right? Like, somebody should not, like, I see, like, this is how I see McDonald's. It's like a starter job for high school kids and maybe college kids that need, you know, extra money or money to start saving and putting away for other things. It's not supposed to be a job for someone that is older or whatever, that that um you know that you're trying to make a living off of and like we can get into a whole but a whole different discussion about how inflation has fucked everything and obviously seven dollars and fifty cents an hour is not going to pay your rent and be able to like get you your groceries or anything like that one of one of our guys sold to a customer the other day and he was the the director of people for it was like arby's or for hardy's i can't remember which one it was and this dude made $120,000 a month. A month. So if you want to start at Arby's or Hardee's or McDonald's or whatever and work your way up, dude, fucking go for it. If you want to flip burgers your entire life, that's fine too. But you have to accept that there are some positions that will pay you less because it requires less skill where I could bring in Joe Schmo off the street and do the same job and get the same exact amount of productivity out of them. Or I could refine my craft and move up in my position and do something that's more valuable to a company. Right. E- either one. That's it, It's all fine. And yes, you should be able to work any job and support yourself. I don't think anybody's arguing against that. And I don't like the fact that single mothers have to work three jobs to try to keep food on the table for their kids. I think there's room to grow in all of these conversations when it comes to income inequality. I, I think there's a direct conversation that needs to happen to make sure that people are taken care of, especially people that are busting their ass. Right. I've said it before. I watched single moms work the fucking system as a preschool director because we had title 20 which is the state funded uh child care program which is great for 95 percent of those people using it and then there's five percent that abuse it and fuck it up for the rest of them i i've seen people work and abuse the system and i've seen moms have to turn down a raise at their work because it will put them in a tax bracket where they can no longer qualify for title 20 which is the state funded education i i've seen it i've been there i know the people i i felt for them my my heart ached watching mothers turn down raises at work because it was gonna get rid of their state-funded child care there's room to grow there needs to be reform in all of these things a thousand percent and this is another thing that like that comes up with this is is we've put such a focus on getting a college degree um, and putting people into debt 
for that to try and find a better job that 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 is also you know becoming uh becoming an issue so you know outside of being in college there's also um there's other opportunities than just going to college trade school is a great opportunity for many people um that is like way cheaper than going to you know a, a, a state or a private four-year university to get an undergree and then spending more money to get a bachelor's because or to get a master's because that's where we're at now because nowadays a bachelor's isn't enough anymore so it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse but like like i know you guys are all saying like it is difficult to upgrade from 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 a minimum wage job to something greater especially if you have no coverage on your income and that kind of stuff. And look, I I get all of that. And there's a, there's a there's a deeper root problem with all that other stuff. But the be all and end of it is a minimum wage job is not meant to support you. And yes, you know, we can say that you, it's you know, there's other problems with like how the economy's gone with inflation. Like all of this stuff is tied together. And and we're talking in in very simplistic, very narrow, uh, very narrow terms. But uh, if you um, if you keep bumping up minimum wage, it's going to make the price of goods higher. It's just going to contribute to inflation so that the other jobs that you're working, people that work jobs that pay more, the power of the dollar goes down and then everybody's basically reset. So minimum wage might go up, but the cost of everything else goes up and then we're still in the same boat. I'll, I'll talk about one thing that I've heard from the Democratic side uh, this week that I actually liked. I thought it was a good idea people below the poverty line getting like uh i think it was like six thousand dollars a year um not enough for you to live on not enough for you to say well i'm gonna specifically stay below the poverty line because i get this you know six grand a year um but enough to help people get back up on their feet if they do find themselves in that situation and i think that's a i think that's a good idea like if the money's there, we're LA is investing like a, a twelve million dollars a year into their homeless population, and their numbers continue to grow in the homeless population. And there's all these weird like funds and grants and things like that where you start getting into one percent of $12 million, it's like, oh, you know, a million dollars or 10%, a million dollars goes missing here or there or whatever. You know, this is coming from a Joe Rogan episode. You know that there's money going missing somewhere because the money that's being invested to help the homeless community is not taking away the numbers of the homeless community. So let's take that money out of the hands of the fucking government who claims that they're helping while the numbers suggest otherwise. And let's put it into the hands of the fucking people on the streets who are really trying to get back on their feet. Right. You know, there's, there's room for reform. Something needs to happen so that people aren't struggling and busting their ass every day and not going anywhere. We need to help those people out. Yeah. And the further we get down the line with the idea of, well, let's just make a bigger government. Let's make a bigger government. Let's invest more money into this government entity, into that government entity. Put it in the fucking hands of the people. And you know what? If they spend it on drugs and alcohol, it is what it is. And they're going to be there next year, and they're going to get the same fucking $6,000 or whatever. They're already not going anywhere. So what's it going to hurt? 
because the money that we're spending towards it isn't helping in the first place. So you're not going to go backwards because we're already going backwards. But the people who actually need it and want a fresh start, I gave a ride the other day. It was in Kansas City. Uh, I was at a, I had stopped before my golf round. Um, and this guy, super nice guy standing out front was like, excuse me, sir, uh, could you give me a ride to uh, my hotel? And I was like, where's your hotel at? And he's like, it's literally, it's like 200 yards away. I could see the hotel. I'm like, yeah, sure. So he gets in, he, he puts his bag in and uh, I introduce myself and I'm like, you know, so are you in town for work? He's like, tell me the story. He's like, long story short, I suffered with addiction uh, lost my wife. I lost my kids. Now I'm just trying to get back up on my feet and trying to find work somewhere. And we had like a two minute conversation and the guy wasn't asking me for money, but I ended up giving him a 20 and I'm like, look, man, I admire your spirit. I admire what you're trying to do. Like it takes a lot to hit rock bottom and, you know, climb your way back up. But, uh, you know, best of luck in all that you're doing. That fucking person needs help he's doing the right things he's trying to get his life back on his on his feet he's not trying to sit around and collect money from the government to just spend on frivolous shit that's the guy we need to help and if we need to give that guy six grand to get back on his feet and five thousand other people just like him give them that money to get them back on their feet fan fucking tastic i hope that's where my tax dollars go and if a thousand of them spend it on drugs and alcohol, well, then you know what? You can't be perfect. The system's never perfect. But you can't continue to sit around and just tell people to pull themselves up by their bootstraps or whatever, because clearly what we're doing right now is not working. We're going in the wrong direction. Exactly. And then and I'm going to catch up with chat. I'm going to catch up with you guys in just a second. Um, so, you know, the a, a big part of it in the... Is, is the fact that the government as as itself taxes and in, in and of themselves are are not are not right honestly um like the government taxing the hell out of you and taxing you in any way to you know it, i know it's supposed to go to like public services and other and all that other kind of stuff but i feel like if you we were to just keep the money that you earn in the hands of the people then things would still get done the way they need to get done and and that might be relying too much on the good naturedness of people and, and everything like that. But, but the government has, you know, through the years become more and more powerful and more and more corrupt. And so, like we were mentioning earlier, money goes missing on all these other types of things. Um, it's just that the 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 be all and end of it is there's just sweeping reform that needs to happen, and that's a long and 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 arduous road ahead. Uh, Pendonkeys, I'm glad you're here. It's good to see you, man. I'm going to go back and talk about your other thing. Uh, you've mentioned earlier, you know, isn't the very definition of minimum wage the minimum, minimum amount to make an actual living? And that was true a long time ago. Um, nowadays, you know, through inflation and a bunch of other things, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's not the case. And you said, you know, you know, right, you know, what you're saying is going to happen with minimum wage going up is already happening without minimum wage going up. And that's true as well. It's an unfortunate fact that inflation was going up without minimum wage being touched, which is why we're now trying to play catch up on minimum wage to raise it up to a point where it is a minimum amount, uh, to, to live, um, to live on. Um, but you know, it all boils down to to the fact that there's a lot of changes that need to happen and if we as the people realize we have a, a lot more power than what we 
than what we are led to believe and we band together as, as people and stop focusing on our differences, a lot of things could change in a lot of ways and I think hopefully in a lot of positive uh, positive ways. When, and again, the it's, it's like the whole Atlanta situation with um, the All-Star game getting pulled out of Atlanta, right? Uh, or Georgia, whatever, Georgia, Atlanta. Um, you have to be careful because sometimes things look and sound right. Like, okay, even if you think the voter registration laws are racist, yeah, let's boycott Georgia, right? Well, you're inadvertently hurting the same people that you're striving to protect by doing that because now those people aren't making the same amount of money, local businesses, people working in hotels, so on and so forth. So raising the minimum wage to $15 sounds like a good idea on its face, right? Like if, if that's what people need to live, then that's fine. But you're also not going to stop or deter McDonald's from going to automated ordering. So now instead of having 10 people on staff, you now have five people on staff. So there again, you're seeking to protect people, but you, you, you can't just enact something because it sounds good or it looks good. And I'm not saying that $15 minimum wage isn't a good idea. I'm not an economist. I'm not going to fucking pretend to be. I suck at math. I'm not good with numbers. Let me throw that out there right on its face. But you have to be careful and you can't just go and acting things without thinking the whole situation through and looking at the problem into its roots. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, so, also, so here we go. Let me kind of catch up with you guys. Sorry. Uh, so if they raise the beer real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna catch up with chat. Um, yeah. So the national. Let me. Let me. Let me. Okay. So late to the gamer says, you know, of course, if the consumers are making enough money now to afford your product, then keeping their wages low as the price of products still rises because the cost of production, marketing, etc., goes up, and people still aren't buying your product facts and that was in response to luther um talking about you know saying as a businessman you know he's going to push the expenses back to the consumer uh and, and increases at a, at a at a faster rate um let me try and catch up with you guys you guys are popping off tonight and i am here for it um uh coke said you know also if they raise the minimum wage too much then companies are just going to op operate but the factories in countries, yeah, they're going to push, uh, you know, production to countries where things are cheaper so that they can keep the cost of their goods high or, or, or whatever and keep their profit margins safe. But uh, Padonkey said, you know, again, it's already happening. They're ditching workers for automation. More and more so, automation is becoming the norm. Um, like the gamer said, we should just make laws that prevent that. If trade is controlled by legislation, then it can be protected by legislation. That's true. That gets into a big gray area where you give the government perhaps too much power but at the same time companies in in their own right nowadays have i would hazard to say almost more power than the government has and i feel like that yes there does need to be some more regulation uh in regards to companies and how they operate so that they don't you know fuck the consumer and just worry about you know unethically making money as best they can um 
since labor is cheaper. The problem is that these companies are automating anyway, and that the only constant is the fact that people still oppose a raise in minimum wage because they fear what's already happening, not my, my happening. And then Pondonki said, everyone of your arguments against raising minimum wage are things that have happened or are happening. Again, true. And like, it's, it's, and this is getting into like, the cost of people is the biggest cost in operation, and that's facts. And that's true. I remember that from when I was doing all my business uh, classes while I was in while I was in college. People are the most expensive part of an operation, of a company, of a factory, and anything. Um, Pandonki says, it's like we can't take care of the people because we haven't taken care of them yet, so why should we start? And that's another thing. And like Alex and I have said, for the longest time, it's all – like it, it's – there's a lot of reform that has to happen in a lot of different ways, and and the thing that sucks is it, it's almost like you need to just scrap everything and start over, but that is a long and hard road, and not many people want to get into that, and you can't just scrap everything without a replacement ready to go. Uh, I don't know what I missed. I'm just trying to catch up with chat. Chat is talking amongst themselves, and I am here for it. I love all of this. Thank you so much, chat, by the way. Mama Pop Shops, yep. Gerber said that one thing that will be truly hurt by an increase in minimum wage is Mama Pop Shops. Amazon can handle it, and big companies can handle it, but Tom's knickknacks can't, and that's true. And there needs to be things in place to help protect the Mom and Pop Shops. Also weird that uh, during COVID, uh, mom and pop shops got shut down, but you could still go to fucking Target and Walmart and order shit on Amazon. Yeah. So weird that their businesses were thriving while small businesses were hurting. Weird how that shit works. Huh? Right, right. Um, and Azu said that this is why poor people are staying poor. Companies are automating. People are getting let go. They have no opportunities to advance, and the minimum wage remains the same. It's true, and it's unfortunate. It's true, and it's unfortunate. And I think there are some things, you know, there are things out there that are that are there for people that happens. You know, IT has been a big thing that's been pushed lately is if, you know, people get let go for certain things or whatever or get let go of their job, that IT has been pushed a lot because it's a, it's a job that's in demand and it's in need and, the, and, and, and coding and that stuff, if you put in the work, is not, I guess, terribly difficult to get educated on and start at an entry-level position and work up. But... I mean, there are opportunities, but they are some are hard to come by, and the ones that aren't aren't talked about enough. Um, but yes, you guys are right. Small businesses are the backbone of our economy, and they do need to be protected, and they do need to be uh, they do need to be helped and supported. Uh, the amount of big companies that fraudulently took out PPP PPP yeah during this pandemic made you angry. One hundred percent agree with that. Uh, uh, guess what? Late to the gamer, uh, the company I worked for was one of those fucking companies. They didn't take it out fraudulently, but they did not use it the way they were supposed to use it. The, the president of our company said, we're not going to hand out quote unquote welfare checks when people couldn't do their jobs because of COVID. They basically, he, they basically used it as a sales incentive which I did not agree with at all. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's big dumb. I got to keep fucking a uh, roof over my head, and I wasn't ready to switch jobs in the middle of a pandemic, so right. do what I can. Man, this is... Yeah. You guys fucking... Yeah, this is to all you guys. 
I love each and every single one of you. I'm glad you all are here. One hundred percent. I am so thankful for all of your different opinions and topics. You guys gave us a lot to talk about tonight, and I'm truly thankful for it. You guys are the real MVPs. You guys are awesome. I ain't got shit to do until Chris and Reagan get home, which won't be for like two hours. Well, I've got. I have other things to do. (laughs) I gotta get. I gotta get ready for the week. Ben's got shit to do. Yeah, I'm a busy boy. Uh, Stay on the Zoom with them. Um, so yeah, yeah, you guys really hammered it on that on that minimum wage stuff, and I appreciate it. give us live and fuck. We'll probably come back and talk about it more. Um, we are about we are at the hour forty mark, which is usually roughly about when we try and to try and wrap it up, uh, just so the YouTube audience doesn't fucking lose their minds. Um, people's attention spans about the youtube audience they should be here right now if they really care i mean true uh <laughs> but yeah uh so anyway uh i'll uh i'll say this i think now <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up for now um and i you know i'll say this i appreciate all you guys coming out i appreciate um all of the interaction tonight it's been awesome let's, let's extend one more if they want us to talk about uh, yeah, yeah yeah else. no for sure okay um i appreciate all that if you guys um have you know anything else that you guys kind of like want us to to talk about like uh before we we officially wrap it up like go ahead and uh uh go ahead and say go ahead and say it drop it in the chat now we'll, we'll do a quick run through on it and we will we will honestly probably bring it into next week's episode who's who's late to the gamer identify yourself late to the gamer you don't have to say your name your name just give me something just give alex some kind of clue you don't have to expose yourself but give him some kind of clue as to who you are because there's been a couple people that have joined in that i'm i'm so thankful for because i always tried to be a nice person at Sherryland, and i met a lot of really nice people in high school and i'm glad that they're still around uh Coke, yes, I am. You might have been dealing with the babies uh, when, when we said so. But yes, I am. I am. I am in the military. I was a Marine Corps reservist, and then I made the transition to active duty Air Force. So I am currently active duty Air Force. Oh, uh, Catherine Wood, what's up, Catherine? Oh, nice. Late to the gamers, sus. Where were you? Tell us over voting you off, Gerber. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Coke, you were in the Navy? That's dope. My little brother uh, is actually currently in the Navy. He's actually getting ready. He's in the Navy now, but he's actually getting ready to go to uh, officer school here in here in a couple months. So, yeah. But, yeah, this was a good time. I enjoyed this. It was a fun episode. This was really great. I enjoyed the hell out of this. And this is great. Like Alex and I enjoyed the fuck out of coming, coming to Sundays and, and doing this shit and talking with you guys week in and week out. I legitimately look forward to to this so much i do um, sundays are such a busy day for me but i love coming in here and doing this i would not look forward to it as much if we didn't have uh the people here engaging in conversation because it makes it this hour and 45 it flew, flew by, by tonight like if we were sitting here trying to do a pre-recorded podcast to put out like on youtube tomorrow or something it would be a lot yeah, less fun than this but this it is great. You were avionics yeah. for your Air Force equivalent. Oh, okay, I got you, Coke. I'm in ammo right now, but hopefully soon I'll be I'll be getting ready to 
get through the shit that I've got to get through and put in a package to go to uh, to go to officer school, and, and we'll see where that takes me. So that's super dope. Uh, Coke and I over here sharing sharing a brother a brotherly bond through military experience. I was gonna make an insensitive joke, but I'm not going to. Don't, because I'll punch <laughs> you next time I see you. And I know for a damn fact I can take you. I know. Jesus, by the time we're done, we're going to have like a uh, a class reunion. I didn't even go to my class reunion, but we're going to have a What in the World podcast, Sherry class reunion. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> aren't invited. Badass. Good luck. Thank you, Coke. Um, so, yeah, this has been super fun. Um, you guys don't have anything else for us. I will now, at the end of the video, which I should normally do at the beginning of the video for YouTube, but fuck them. Um... <laughs> If you guys, when you guys see this on YouTube, make sure to, you know, do the, do the thing, man. Like, share, subscribe, ring the bell notifications like, so you comment, know. comment, subscribe, bro. Hit, smash that like <laughs> button, dude. Smash that like button. Comment, subscribe, all that cool shit. Tell your all mom, that cool tell shit. Your dog, share tell your mom's dog's friends. Share shit. it. Share it. But more importantly, fucking share this. We like the live interaction better anyway. Um, so that's share this, share this fucking link to whoever you know and whoever wants to 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 fucking to come in here and and chit chat with us on Sundays when we do this. But uh, I'm done. Have a good night, y'all. All right, Jesus. But anyway, um, I love all you guys. This was a super great, super great episode. Super great time. Um, I look forward to doing this again next Sunday. We'll see what the week brings for us. Um, but I wish you guys all the best, uh, for your week ahead. Stay safe, stay healthy, uh, you know, be vigilant, look out for each other and, uh, and keep I'm searching gonna, for the truth, man. I'm going to get my mic real close. Cause I mean this more than anything I've said on this podcast. I want each and every one of you to find someone that you love this week. And I want you to wrap your big old beer paws around them. And I want you to give them a big old hug. And if you're into smooching on the cheek, give him a smooch on the cheek and say, I fucking love you because you're a good fucking person. That's what I wish more than anything for anybody listening right now. One person, five people, ten people. Find somebody you love. Tell them you love them. Tell them you appreciate them. And just That's for it. disclaimer purposes, do it COVID safely. Anyway. Yeah, and wash your hands. And wash your hands. Catherine brings up a good point. Wash, wash your, hands. your hands, you filthy animals. Anyway, I love all you guys, and we will see you crazies next week, all right? Pwn donkeys, I take that as a challenge. I'm going to hug more people than you. <laughs> um, I'll have numbers. I want to have numbers next week, okay? <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Love all of you. See ya. Love you guys. Be good. <laughs>